Hi, I'm Danny Simon, and I lead the New Life Fellowship Church here at Manipal. I'm so glad that you tuned in with us today to listen to our audio podcast. Do subscribe so that you can tune in every week. You know, I believe that a spoken word can change lives, and my prayer and my hope is that as you listen to today's message, it will change your life as you know it. Enjoy the message. So, yeah, let's continue looking at, uh, you know, being under authority is the series that I'm doing or walking or living under authority. And last Sunday, I spoke about, uh, last two Sundays, we were looking at, you know, being under authority under our earthly masters or, you know, authorities at our workplace or Uh, at our place of study in our professional life we looked at the fact that it is god who appointed them those people even though sometimes we may find it difficult to function under them and we also looked at what should be our attitude towards them and what should be our response towards them you know today i want to add some more things to that before i go into the uh the message that i want to share you know we are all learning let's understand realize this we are all learning you know <clears throat> some of the things that i'm sharing with you may be an eye opener while others you might already know about it but it's like a reminder for us you know when we rebel against authorities we looked at the fact that we face consequences to that At the same time when we are submissive and obedient it also brings blessings while rebellion has its consequences submission also brings blessings you know sometimes what happens is because of the ignorance of this principle of being submissive to our authorities some of us in the past may have rebelled against authorities in our life it could be you know as a student in your school or your college or it could be at the workplace now you know you may be one of those very outstanding students when i say outstanding really standing outside okay uh you know one of those who really made life tough or difficult for your teachers or your professors you know sometimes uh especially the boys for the boys it's always fun to make life miserable for the teachers especially if the teacher is a lady you know so and when that happens sometimes in their anger the teacher would have pronounced a curse you know the teacher would have said you will never make it in life or you will never pass your examination now let me tell you it works this curse works it can work against us because god has placed them in authority and when they speak a word it works you know maybe in the past unknowingly or ignorantly we may have spoken against uh, you know our boss or the you know the person under whom we are working now these rebellious actions even though they are done unknowingly can definitely result in not seeing a breakthrough in our lives they can stop the breakthroughs coming in our lives they can stop the blessings of god coming in our life in fact i know a lot of people 
who lost their blessings because of these wrong actions. And what I would encourage you to do is, you know, prayerfully ask the Holy Spirit when you go back home to reveal every one of those rebellious actions that you did in the past towards your authorities at your, you know, study place or at your workplace. You know, I would encourage you to list them down with the names of the authorities that are involved. Then you ask, then go before the Lord, confess each one of those things and ask the Lord to forgive you and ask the Lord to bring a healing in that area because that may be a roadblock for your blessings or your breakthroughs in your life. Now, I would also suggest if you could meet that particular teacher or that professor or that boss, okay, uh, and ask for forgiveness, that would be great because that would complete the whole healing process in our lives. You see, the purpose of looking at this subject of coming under authority is not to accuse or find fault uh, with anybody or not to condemn anybody, but it is to find out what the Bible has to say about this subject. You know, we're basically trying to find what is the benchmark or the standard that God has laid down for us. And it is for us to evaluate where we stand in respect to God's standards. That's the whole purpose of it. You know, to evaluate and find where we stand. You know, some of the areas we may be good, while in others we may have failed. Now, when we fail, we should have the humility to accept and acknowledge and correct ourselves. Now, let me tell you this important thing. One of the things that I notice with a lot of people, you know, people find it very difficult to accept that they are wrong. People find it very difficult to acknowledge that they have failed. You know, they try to beat around the bush. They try to justify. But as long as we keep beating around the bush, as long as we keep justifying our actions or giving reasons, you know, we, we are like the student who failed in his exam. And when the mother asks, why did you fail in your exam? You know what's the standard answer? Anybody who's wrote your exams? Out of syllabus. Have you heard that dialogue? Out of syllabus. And the poor mother, she may not be educated much. So she, she, and most of the mothers, most of the mothers, they think their sons are the greatest saints in the world. Okay. They believe everything their son says. Okay. So she believes, oh, my son failed because questions came from out of the syllabus. You understand? You know, we are not willing to accept that I was responsible for my failure. Now, why I'm saying that is we are not willing to accept we, I'm responsible for my failure. Let me tell you, there is nothing wrong in failing. And as long, you know, there are no angels here. None of us are angels. We are all human beings. You know, if you're a human being, you know what that tells me? It tells me you will fail. At some point, somewhere in life, you will fail because you're a human being. You know, it only shows every time we fail, it only shows that you and I are human beings. There's nothing to 
feel embarrassed about it nothing to feel bad about it but we should have the courage i would say you should have moral courage to say yes i've gone wrong yes i have failed because only when we acknowledge that we have failed can we go forward until we are willing to say that i have failed and be honest about it we will never be able to go forward god cannot move in our lives so when we fail when we have failed we should have the humility to accept and so, so that we can correct ourselves you know as long as we keep justifying justifying ourselves we will never be able to correct ourselves we will never be able to go forward you know today i want to share with you and you know this morning when i opened my mobile phone is when i discovered today is global parents day and i'm going to that's i don't know whether it's coincidence or divine coincidence you know i'm going to share about walking under parental authority or being under parental authority in the family let me tell you before the church came into existence before the government came into existence or social uh, authorities came into existence there was the family before any of these things came into existence the family was there now you know being under authority or walking under authority in the family a parental authority is very crucial you know when this authority is broken it will affect everything else including the church the society and even the nation because when we disobey the parental authority you know it has its repercussions in the society in the church and even in the nation no you can have defects in every other area of delegated authority you know you there might be problems in the church there might be problems uh in the government in the nation the way the nation is being run you might have problems at your workplace at with the authorities may not be great you may have all kinds of issues but you know if the family is strong let me tell you it can still go on okay can still remain independently strong you know the family can still go on but if the family authority is broken parental authority is broken it has its effects in every other area so now that tells us how important it is to understand parental authority you cannot have a broken family order without it affecting every other area in life you have a wonderful brother who is a counselor and i'm definitely sure he will tell you more about how people who come from broken homes become a misfit in the society and most of the problems caused by people are people who come from a home where the family authority has been broken or the family order is not in place so the authority in the family is an essential foundation for every other authority so within the family we have the divine order you know which is we find is outlined in the scriptures see the authorities that god has placed us under in the family are we have the parental authority 
and then of course we have the husband husband is the authority over the wife and the parental authority but today i'm going to look at you know the parental authority parents as our authority let me take you to this verse colossians chapter 3 verse 20 and let's look at that it says over there children obey your parents in everything for this pleases the lord you know if you have your bibles or you want to underline underline the two words everything and pleases in that passage it says as children we are called to obey our parents in everything in everything everything means everything nothing is left out and when we do that it also says it pleases the lord in other words it brings glory to the lord the heavenly father will be very much pleased with this attitude now when we obey our parents earthly parents you know it pleases our heavenly father you know one of the frequently asked questions by believers is how can i know the lord's will in my life i want to know what is god's will how can i live a life that is pleasing to the lord you know i want to live a life that is pleasing to the lord i can tell you on the authority of god's word you know one of the ways is when you are obedient to your parents you're definitely pleasing the lord and you're walking in the will of god the word of god says that now you might have a lot of questions running through your mind what if my parents are not believers what if i'm asked to do something that is against what the bible says now it's very important when we look at scriptures when we look at the word of god we got to look at it in the right context quite often the reason why people go wrong is because the scriptures are taken out of context you know we need to always look at the preceding verse that is there and what is the verse that follows the verse that follows and the preceding verse now it's very very important that we look and also we need to look at the fact that is there any other passage that talks about the same subject okay see you know bible never contradicts itself there is always harmony in the bible so we need to look is there another verse that talks about the same subject you see sometimes when young people um want to get married they quote this uh, you know to someone who's not a believer you know they quote this you see in the bible says my parents are not believers you know and i want to obey them and they they found this girl uh, who's not a believer who's just a nominal christian and you know bible says i need to obey my parents so i have to get married again let me take you to another passage to understand obedience to parents in the right context in the book of ephesians chapter 6 verse 1 look at what it says there it says children obey your parents in the lord for this is right what is the right thing to do you know paul says what is the right thing to do he says to obey your parents in the lord now don't forget it says obey your parents in the lord it's very you know it 
it qualifies that statement it says obey your parents in the lord that means our obedience to our parents is within the framework of the lord's will and the lord's plan in our life you get that point okay now that's very important you know our obedience to our parents is within the framework of the lord's will and the plan of god in our life you see the lord will not expect us to do something that is against his will or his word in our life we got to understand that okay now you know if your parents are asking you to do something the bible very clearly says do not be yoked to an unbeliever in other words the bible very spare is very clear about it we should not get married to an unbeliever you know in fact when you go into the old testament when uh, uh, god told joshua to take over the land of canaan he says finish off all the hitites and the you know all the all the gentiles over there the reason is if you leave them now they are going to entice your children to get married to them and their the generation will be corrupted yeah it's god is very very clear on that now god is not going to ask you to do something that goes against god's word now if there is a conflict between our obedience between the obedience to our parents and the lord what should we do you know quite often now you have your parents who may not be believers or you have your parents who might be asking you to do something which does not agree with the word of god and you are caught in this because you need to obey your parents what should you do the answer is found in acts chapter 5 verse 29 let's look at that it says over there acts chapter 5 verse 29 let me read that we must obey god rather than men If there is a conflict between obeying God and men then we rather obey God. Now this was the reply that Peter gave when the Jewish authorities tried to stop them from preaching the gospel. It's the same principle that applies when it comes to children submitting to their parents. Our submission and our obedience is within the framework of the Lord's will. and the word of god you know one man of god that i know decided to go to the bible school after his engineering studies his parents were very devout catholics and they were pretty upset about that his mother said over my dead body will you go to the bible school she said she refused she said no way i'm going to love you now instead of getting upset with what his mother said he responded back to her with humility and respect and he told her mom i love you i'm grateful to you for all that you have done for me but i must obey god but i must obey god now we got to get that very very clear but i must obey god now that made them all the more upset about it you know they were really really upset you know one of the th- things that happens is quite often young people say you see 
my parents have taken care of me all these many years they've slogged they've struggled very true you know parents make a lot of sacrifices to raise us up to provide us with education take care of all our needs but i want to tell you this evening i'm going to open up your minds to something which might be very surprising for you let me tell you it is not your parents who took care of you it is god who took care of you now why do i say that let me explain that if god would not given your parents that job to provide for you will they be able to provide if god would not have given your parents the strength and the energy to do what they were able to do do you think they would have been able to do they would not be able to do we often forget we stop and it's not our parents who provide for us but it is god who provides for us that's why it's always very important that god takes the higher place than our parents you know what gave him the strength this young man this man of god what gave him the strength to go forward take that decision even at the point you know at the cost of offending his parents and go to the bible school matthew chapter 10 verse 37 it says he who loves his father or mother more than me is not worthy of me if you love your father thank you know we got to love our parents we got to honor them but if you love them more than god then god says you're not worthy of him we cannot love our parents more than god we got to get that very very clear see this young man this man of god he knew that he had to choose between his love for his parents whom he loved very much and the call of jesus to serve the lord and there was no hesitation he did not hesitate in his decision you know things were not very comfortable for him for a few years but he continued to love and respect his parents in spite of the fact that they were upset they were offended they were upset and angry with him in fact he did more than he he was doing before because now he had the grace of god to help him to do that after some time they began to see the fruit of what jesus had done in his life they began to see You know how God was bringing a change in their son's life and 18 years later when his father was 79 he had the privilege of praying with both his parents to receive Jesus as their lord and savior Let me tell you something if there is a conflict between what our parents say and what God says we always listen to the higher authority and that is god we always listen to the higher authority now i can tell you stories after stories when people took a stand to obey the lord in the longer run their families have received jesus into their lives but on the other hand when we compromise and try to please our parents at the cost of our faith we will be closing the door for their salvation the biggest damage that we can do to our family members is when we compromise on our faith for the sake of maintaining peace at home 
I don't want to offend my parents. That's the biggest damage you can do because you will be closing the door to their salvation. But when you take a bold stand to honor the Lord, you will open the door for their salvation one day. Even Jesus went through these conflicts. In, gospel, in, in Luke's gospel, chapter 2, verse 51, it says, Jesus was obedient to his parents. You can make a note of that scripture verse. But when he began his ministry, there was a period when his own mother opposed him. You find that in Mark's gospel, chapter 3, verses 31 to 35. You know, you'll find that there was a period where his own mother opposed him. Jesus was obedient to his parents in all the things until they desired him to go against his father's command. Until that point, when they wanted to go against his father's command, his heavenly father's command, until then Jesus obeyed. And the good news is, later on his own family believed in him. There was a time when his own family members did not believe in Jesus as the Messiah. But then there came a time his own family members believed and they were found in the upper room, you know, waiting for the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost few years later. You stand for God. The good news is one day your entire family will be found worshipping the Lord. Take a stand for the Lord. Your entire family will worship the Lord one day. Let's go further on. The book of Ephesians chapter 6 verses 2 and 3. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. That it may go well with you, that you may enjoy long life on the earth. You know, that means... You know what it means? We need to respect them. Hold them in the highest esteem. It's the same word that Jesus used when he said, I honor my father. You know, when the word used here, honor your father and mother, it's the same word, the original language, the same word that Jesus used when he said, I honor my father. It's the same level of honor that we are called to give to our parents. The same level of honor. You know, it's part of the Ten Commandments. It's one of the Ten Commandments and it also is a promise attached to it. And the only commandment among the Ten Commandments that you'll find that has a, a blessing attached to it. You check the Ten Commandments. It's the only commandment. Honor your father and your mother that you may have long life. You know, one of the keys to success and prosperity and long life is learning to honor your parents. Learning to honor our parents. Very, very important. You know, this evening, let me ask this question. How is your relationship with your parents? Do you honor them? Do you obey them? Do you love them? Maybe some of our parents are old or they are no more. But how was it when you were with them or when they were alive. Let me tell you. Things were not very good between me and my parents. You know there were a lot of disagreements. There were hurts. 
there was a lot of pain i was a very stubborn child and i wanted things my way i've done and i've spoken things that brought pain to my parents in my foolishness sometimes i've been very harsh in my words because today i regret over all those things it took me many years to have this revelation god is very patient with me he opened my eyes to show me that my attitudes were wrong the lord started convicting me and changing me i humbled myself i went into the presence of the lord asked the lord for to forgive me for not understanding my parents for being harsh towards them i even went up to my father the lord spoke to me very specifically you need to go to your father and ask for forgiveness i even went up to my father and asked him for forgiveness for every hurt that he caused me you know when i went up to my father and i told him that i have hurt him i was expecting he would say son i understand it's okay but that was not the story my father opened up the sten gun every machine gun that was available every bazooka that was available every missile that he had in his hands and starting from the day i was born in this world he shot me for almost an hour he kept shooting me he kept bringing up one incident after another incident where i offended him i hurt him and i could justify every one of those things that he raised up but you know what the lord told me lord said shut your mouth stand there and receive it because it's not about right or wrong you have hurt his feelings you have hurt his feelings and what he's expressing is his feelings it was not easy but the lord gave the grace just to stand there and receive it but let me tell you after that there was a restoration that took place in our relationship there was a restoration that took place you see today in the world we see things are moving at a very fast pace now it's leading to a big generation gap between the children and the parents you know when our parents grew up the time when our parents grew up there was no internet there was no mobile phones there was no fast food you didn't have the malls at that time you know they didn't have many of our parents the times when they grew up they they, they it was a life of struggle they didn't have sufficient money to buy new clothes every time the fashion trend changed okay maybe for them you know the struggle was to get the food on the table or even to pay the school fees you see the burden of the entire family quite often what has happened is the father would have passed away and the burden of the or the responsibility of the whole family would have fallen on their eldest son would have maybe been about 15 or 16 or 17 years at that time and all those struggles they didn't have time to sit and get depressed today you talk you hear about young people teenagers going through depression you, you know their friend has ditched them they go into depression 
Their friend has said something bad about them. They go into depression. Those days, our parents, when they were growing, they did not have the luxury to think about depression because they had to think about their stomachs. They had to think about to fill their stomach. So they had to hold back, put a strong wall around their emotions and feelings. You know, and through all that, you know, they, they had to see that they could survive. It was a survival. Their very life was at stake. That was a kind of the growing up that they had. And those struggles, those that pain that they went through have shaped up their world and their perspectives of life and how they respond. See, sometimes because of the rejections that they have gone through and they had to raise strong walls around, you know, the emotional feelings, you know, emotional walls so that they could move forward. Many times they're not able to express their love or they express emotions or feelings or to understand your thoughts or feelings. You know, when the times when they were growing up, their fathers never came up to say, hey, boy, you did a great job. Their fathers never came up to them and appreciated them for that. They never learned how to appreciate. Now maybe when they grew up, they did not know. They never received appreciation. And they don't know how to give it. Now we we worry about this. My father never appreciated me for the, the good mark that I scored. They don't know how to do that. You know, sometimes we might feel restrictions, you know, those restrictions that they put as very suffocating in our lives. You know, you often hear the words like, you know, don't do this, don't do that, don't go there, don't have it, don't, you know, you can't go out with them, you can't stay late in the nights. They put those boundaries, they put those restrictions. <coughs> you know, I remember my elder son Caleb when he was born, you know, the first word, do you know what was the first word that he learned to say? It was no. Because every time he would touch something, we would always say no. And this, you see, this carries on for the rest of our life. We feel our parents always say no to everything that we ask, whatever we ask. You know, when my children were really small, I was a hero in their eyes. But as we grow up, we begin to see other parents and then we begin to compare. And then the reality hits us, hey, our parents are not that great. They're not that perfect as we thought. Maybe your dad may never have taken time to spend with you. Or your mom was always screaming her lungs out for you, at you. Maybe they don't trust you because of one wrong incident that has happened in your life. Maybe you feel they're not really fulfilled the role of a parent in your life. For the slightest mistake, maybe the belt would have been liberally used on you. I know someone whose dad would tie him to the tree and publicly beat him up for the silliest reasons. Maybe you're a person who comes from a broken home. Or for that matter, things may not have been are not very good between your parents. Your parents' marriage is not doing very well. Your father may be an alcoholic. Your mother may not have taken care of you. And you might ask me the question, Pastor, 
how do you expect me to love and honor such a parent how do you expect me to obey them you do not know what i have gone through you do not know how ruthless my parents were the fact is i may not understand the intensity of your pain but i can assure you there is someone who understands your pain it's jesus he knows what you're going through i may not understand and when jesus asked paul to write his words of obedience love and honor to parents he knew exactly why he wanted him to write and it is for our blessing it's for our benefit all i can tell you is the lord will give us the grace to obey them the lord will give us the grace we cannot do it in our strength but in his strength we can be obedient to our parents in his strength we can love our parents and we can honor them now we do it why because the lord wants us to do it not because they are good or they were bad for to us not because they took care of us or did not take care of us it is immaterial what kind of a parent we have we do it we honor them we obey them we love them because the lord wants us to do it that's it the lord wants us to do it you see we don't do it because they take care of us or not you see it's not because we receive love from them or not that is not at all the criteria i do it because i'm a child of god and the lord wants me to do it that's the reason we do it there's something important we got to understand our parents are not perfect and they were born to imperfect parents in an imperfect world they had their own struggles as they grew up in a many a time they may not know how to you know uh, how to handle their struggles often times our parents may not tell us the problems that they have gone through or they are going through they may not tell us maybe our parents may not be believers they may not know the godly way of bringing up children but that doesn't mean we disrespect them or don't love them the bible doesn't say honor them only if they are believers no The Bible doesn't say honor your parents because you only when your parents read the Bible. No. It's the position. We honor them because they are parents. But you see to us it has been given to understand the ways of God. We have the privilege and it is our you know our responsibility to be obedient to what the Lord is teaching us. Let me tell you something. By our attitudes and our obedience we can change our parents we can change them by our attitude and obedience to them let us take time to understand them let us take time to love them and honor them you know today is global day of parents one day you'll see the facebook filled with people you know praising their parents and the remaining years of the days of the year parents have forgotten that's not what god is calling us god is not calling us to tell the whole world oh i on i love my parents i thank them that's not what god is calling us for god is calling us to sincerely love them honor them every day of our life 
not the Facebook kind of honor, the biblical pattern of honor. Irrespective of what they have been to us, let's love them and honor them. You see, before you became a believer, you might have been a rebellious child. You may have given them some tough moments. The question is, are you still the same old rebellious child or have your parents seen a change in you after you became a child of God? You know, when Zacchaeus, the tax collector, met Jesus, his life was never the same. If you have had an encounter with Jesus, your life can never remain the same. If you're still rebellious, if your parents say that your attitudes have never changed, then there is something seriously wrong with your salvation. You need to seriously question your salvation. If your parents have not seen a change in you, after you become a child of God, then there is something seriously wrong with our Christian life, our faith. You see, things may not be very fine between you and your parents, but have you taken that first step to restore the broken relationship? Have you forgiven your parents? Have you allowed the Holy Spirit to heal you of all your pain and all that is negative? Have you allowed the cleansing power of Jesus to remove all that disobedience that is there in us? You know, 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 4, let me take you to a passage. But if a widow has children or grandchildren, these should learn first of all to put their religion into practice by caring for their own family and so repaying their parents and grandparents for this is pleasing to God. What is pleasing to God? To take care of parents and grandparents. That is putting our faith into action. You know, we are living in a world today where many young people don't care for their parents anymore. They don't have time. They're too busy with life. They're too busy enjoying their life. They feel their parents are intruding into their privacy, their life. They don't have time. God's word says, it's a command. It is pleasing to God to take care of your parents and grandparents. And you do that, that is putting faith into action. You know, everything that we do, and when we ignore and neglect our parents, our faith is useless. If I'm a child of God, then God expects me to be concerned about my parents. You can't go around doing great things for God and not be concerned about your parents. You can't do great ministries. You can't become a great preacher great worship leader and forget your parents. Paul says put first things first. As a believer, one of the first things we need to do is caring for our parents. God never made a mistake when he gave them as parents and put you under their authority. You may be the most highly qualified person in the world and your parents may not have any qualification. But that doesn't give you any right to look down on them, throw them away, and not to honor them. Honoring them is acknowledging this fact 
that God is the one who placed you under their authority. Let me take you to another passage. 2 Timothy chapter 3 verses 1 to 5. But mark this. There will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, look there, disobedient to their parents. Having a form of godliness but denying its power have nothing to do with them. You see what Paul begins by saying, mark this. In other words, Paul is saying this is important. Take note of this. What is he saying? He says, he gives a list of the kind of people that you're going to have in the last days. Who are the kind of people? Godless, wicked, boastful. And then in that list of people, you also have the ones who are disobedient to their parents. And in the end, he says, have nothing to do with them. In other words, he says, stay far away from them. Stay far away from those who are disobedient to their parents. They are rebellious people and will be judged by God. Again and again, the word of God teaches us that we should be obedient, we should honor, love, and care for our parents. Do we take time to understand their feelings and their desires? If we don't. We can hinder the blessings of God coming into our life. In the Old Testament, you know, God takes dishonoring parents very seriously. They will be stoned to death and they are under a curse when you dishonor your parents. You can find that in Deuteronomy. You can write it down. Deuteronomy chapter 27 verse 16. Exodus chapter 21 verse 15. Exodus chapter 21 verse 17. In all these places it says, when you dishonor your parents, you are to be stoned to death. They should not be left alive because it says they will cause the land to be polluted. That, that sinful it is. It says when you dishonor your parents, the land is polluted. If these words are applied today, many of us would not be alive. But God's attitude towards rebellious behavior hasn't changed even today. We must not allow rebellion in our heart because that's a killer. It can destroy us. The judgment of God on us can be equally very severe. See, some of you may not be able to see a breakthrough in your life. One of the areas when you don't see a breakthrough, we need to check is our relationship with our parents. For some of, you see, for some, maybe your parents are old or they may have passed away. But have you grieved them in the earlier years? Do you still retain a lot of you know, unforgiveness and bitterness resentment or a rebellious attitude towards your parents. You got to let it go. Forgive them. Bless them and honor them. You will open the doorway for God to pour out his blessings on you. Honoring your parents brings the wonderful promise of long and good life. When you honor them, it's a long and good life. I'd rather choose life than judgment. This must be settled in our heart. You know, as you all know, recently my dad went to be with the Lord. You know, the Lord gave me the privilege to be with him in his last days and take care of him. 
I was literally doing everything for him. Now I was an emotional orphan in relation with my dad. You know, emotionally we never connected. But when God began to do that restoration in my relationship with him, I began to see blessings in my life. I began to see breakthroughs in my life. And you know, this privilege to serve him, you know, God kept him alive. God, he should have died long back. But God kept him alive only for the purpose of giving me this privilege to take care of him, serve him. And what was happening was God was writing the final chapter in the story of restoration of my relationship with my father. That was what God was doing. He was bringing me to that place of walking in true sonship to my father by serving him. And once I finished that, God took him away. Once, once God did that restoration, God just took him away. You know, when you honor, you know, you know, God has called us to honor them and serve them. You know, when we do that, you see, God, we know God will bless us with long life. God will take care of us. Shall we look to the Lord in prayer? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we want to thank you for this wonderful time. Even today as the whole world celebrates the day for parents and as we heard the message on honoring our parents, walking under parental authority, Lord, we look back into our lives. Lord, times when we have rebelled against them, times when we have been harsh towards them, grieved them, dishonored them, we ask you to forgive us. If there's anyone here, you know their hearts, you know where things stand. Father, there may be, our parents may have failed to understand us. Our parents may have not been there when we needed them. Our parents may have been very harsh towards us. But yet, Lord, as a child of God, you expect us to forgive them and love them. And at this moment, Lord, bring a restoration if there's any broken relationship. Is anyone who is here or watching or listening to this message having with their parents, Lord, I pray for a restoration that would take place, Father. And just as you honored your heavenly Father, give us the grace to honor our earthly parents because you are the one who has given them to us. It was not an accident that we were born to them. You purposed it and you know it's perfect, Lord. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. That really spoke to me and I pray that it spoke to you as well. I want you to remember this. It doesn't matter what you're going through and where you're at. Our Heavenly Father is always with you. I want to say this, if you need prayer or you want to reach out to us, send us an email or DM us on Instagram. You know, let us know if we can serve you in any way. Just a reminder, don't forget to subscribe so that you can tune in with us again. And I'm really hoping to see you next week.